Gear up, sports fans. The NFL playoffs are here, and the Super Bowl is right around the corner. There has never been a better time to get into the action with my bookie. Now, don't just watch. Score big. Boosted odds, huge huge prize contest, the filling of the Super Bowl, even before it hits, you can already start to enjoy that. And whether you're a seasoned pro, ready or ready to roll for the first time betting, my bookie is your ticket to turning your sports knowledge into cold hard cash. It's the largest online casino of odds, contests, Vegas style casino games, ultimate destination for fun, all types of fun, 24-7, right at your fingertips. Now, if you've been waiting now is the time to get into the action because if you jump in and you start to make a winning move today with my bookie use promo code 49ERS or this promo code QR code right next to my right they're going to claim your deposit bonus up to $1000 that's right promo code 49ers for an opportunity to boost your betting power rollovers do apply if you have questions please ask them but experience the thrill of sports betting right in the comfort of your home because you can bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I do mean anywhere. Wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie. Join today and be part of the winning team. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Time for 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you guys today. Man, we are so close to another NFC Championship. And with me, as always, on Tuesdays, the man, Tuesday, Friday, the Wayne Breezy. How are we doing, Wayne? I'm good. I'm good. We're, we're NFC Championship, home-based Everything's about to go down on the West Coast, the West Side, the best side. Detroit's got to come out there to get mud stomped. So I'm excited because, you know, it's just a, it's another 
it's it's another chance. It's, to me, this is like a redemption game because it's the NFC Championship. Last year didn't end so well for the San Francisco 49ers, and they got their quarterback back, so I'm excited. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. And, you know, right here, uh, the the German guy, SF, eight quarters to go. That's it. Eight quarters. That's all the football we got left. Eight, eight, eight quarters. quarters. I just say I say two games because it's a lower number, but there it's the same go. thing. It's the same thing, man. Uh, excited about today's show. We're going to do something a little bit different. We are going to go 22 of 22 between the 49ers and the Lions, and we're going to pick out the best starters from the bunch. Going to be a lot of fun, so hopefully it gives us a different perspective, uh, the way in which to to look at these matchups and the talent of the rosters and all those things. We can talk like coaches, it. we can talk scheme, and we're going to do that, especially Wade does that all the time on his Patreon and the explosive plays and all that stuff going on. But we want to take just a little bit of a different angle today. Uh, shout out to my man Terrence. He says, what's up, Breezy Niner fam? Us what's versus up? everybody and the great Debbie Ryan. I'll let you take this one, Wayne. He says, good morning, Wayne and John. Question, do y'all have an attitude of gratitude for where the 49ers are at this point? It's not easy for any team to be where they are. They are so close to the goal. Hashtag BB, hashtag CC. Man, I'll say this. I'm so thankful for this coaching staff. And it just continues. They set the tone. You're in four out of five NFC championships. Being in the dance, that's what you want to be. They just got to finish it, and I'm excited about that. But you know what's crazy is this coaching staff is going to continue to see turnover. You know, Steve Wilkes is interviewing for multiple head coaching jobs. Brian Greasy and Clint Kubiak just announced both interviewing for the Saints offensive coordinator job. It's not going to stop, man. The turnover is going to continue here because of what the 49ers are doing. They're so damn good. Yeah. And, and you got, look, it's going to happen every single year. Uh, and you want your, you know, you don't want to lose your coaches. It's, you know, it's just, but it's just the way it is, you know. Uh, just you have to trust Kyle and trust that he's going to always make sure that he has the best guy for the job up next, right? We always say, uh, what's the what's the term we use when when players go down? Next man uh, up. Next man up. So it's the same concept when it comes to coaching. They'll get an opportunity, and they just got to go out there and do their thing. And I I think you know I'll add to this. I saw some stat, and I started digging around, and it was right before the twenty twenty one NFL season. Every single team, all thirty two teams, have changed offensive coordinators. <laughs> How crazy is that? Now, That's I understand Shanahan's our play caller or whatever else, but our OC changed, right, with Mike McDaniel and Slowick and whatever else. Turnover's the name of the game. I got NFL, a question for you, for John. Go ahead. It's oh. never going to happen, but I, I just want to know what your thoughts are. Do you think Kyle Shanahan should get an offensive coordinator? Um, If he can find one that, you know, he hand-selects, Excuse me, wrong question. Do you think an offensive coordinator is needed with the 49ers? That's a better question. So, like, okay, the answer is yes and no. Because let's say there is an offensive coordinator there, and he said, hey, Kyle, we should do this in the heat of the moment. Kyle's going to say, go F yourself. You know what I mean? Like, he has the power. And so I don't, like, Kyle is Kyle is Kyle, and that's why the 49ers have been where they are. But it's also a negative. But it's if also a negative. But if Kyle picks the offensive coordinator, doesn't he? No, he okay. ain't listening to nobody, man. Then there's hey. no need for an offensive coordinator. Then 
yeah, that's but the my thing. question. That's the question. Is there a need for an offensive coordinator? I think that's I'm trying to. Ask I that. want a circuit breaker. Yes, somewhere that right. just says, "Look, three times a game, I get to override you, Kyle. Just three times, and that would make me happy. Like that would be like, all right, cool. Because here's my thing. Whatever I'm watching the film this past week, th- th- it was split safeties by the Detroit defense nonstop, nonstop." And- all year, that's a can-can call, and they switch to a run play, and they run the ball. We had zero can checks in this game. Like, it's so weird. weird. Like, we just completely ripped out a staple of the 49ers playbook in the rain. Gets a terrible, you know, run defense of the Packers defense. It was weird. It's like, whoa, we just completely ripped that out of the playbook. So, hopefully it comes back this week. Now, the Lions are terrible at pass defense, so, like, even if. It goes terrible. But, man, Wayne, I'm with you. A circuit breaker, offensive coordinator, somebody to kind of override Shanahan a few times. I would love that. But Shanahan ain't going to do that. I, I yeah. don't think he would. And, and I, I, I agree with your assessment from Kyle. Like, I don't think he would do that either. But I'm just saying, like, it would be really cool if Kyle agreed to it just to have an offensive coordinator because it's not about just the play calling. It's about management. And sometimes I just feel like Kyle overloads himself with too many responsibilities, John. And the next thing you know, you're mismanaging time because time is precious time in in the NFL. And you know, the the one thing you can't ever get back in life is time. And so like when you go back and you watch this game and the Niners, even though they had an opportunity to put three points on the board, like, like they didn't, the the, the half ran out, like the clock ran out, like it can't be that you like you. So sometimes I just feel like time management is Kyle's kryptonite. It's not the play calling. And so like, if he had somebody that he can oversee the play calling, um, you know, cause Bill, when you think of a guy like Bill Belichick, he was the defensive play caller, but even he decided to get coordinators. He might've still damn near created the plan for the yeah, defense i mean they were all his family but yeah i mean that's just the way it goes but, I mean, they were all his his, his kiddos and, and i've seen this you know being part of the culture day like you develop relationships with coaches and they all say the same thing when i get my chance i'm bringing you with me i'm bringing yeah. my guys with me i'm bringing my guy like that's just the way it is and i get that and we continue to see more of the nepotism in the NFL. Like, uh, what's his name? Just got hired as the Titans coach, Callahan's son. Um, right. And Correct. so, like, that's just going to – but we got a shed ahead, so we can't talk, right? I mean, that's just kind of the way it goes. It's 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 a constant whatever. But, yeah, I'm with you, man, and, and I wish we had it. But I will say this. Talking about mismanaging the clock, Kyle's head and shoulders are better than Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell, you go back to the Cowboys game, that dude could not – Clock I don't know. Terrible. I don't know if that was mismanagement management of the clock, or is no, that he, just him? They took he, off like seventeen seconds. It okay, three, okay, three that, out, but, threw the ball. But but at least you could count on Kyle not being a bone dumbhead, right? You know I what like I mean? What he did before the half. I'm sorry. I, I, I did. was screaming it. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about Kyle. I'm talking about what Dan Campbell did in that game. Like when you got the penalty, and and and, and then you still went for it on. On the, for the two-point conversion when you could have just kicked the ball and got the extra point and try your luck in overtime. Like, that's yeah. that. That's the Now, this game won't be anywhere near that, but you got to be ready for Dan Campbell to do 
the unthinkable in this game because he's yeah. super unorthodox. And including nailing the ball, him and Jared Goff, before they read out the play clock. Like, I'm telling you, man, this guy, he's a good coach, and he's a great dude, but, like, let's just be real. There's a lot of rookie mistakes continuing to happen repeatedly with this Detroit Lions clock management situation. You can talk about how tough and biting kneecaps and all that stuff. That's great. Bite all the kneecaps you want. I'm telling you right now, clock management, I am taking Kyle Shedahead headed shoulders over – Paul Bunyan up there in Detroit. I'm sorry. It's not even close. Now, uh, I, I've, I've was been waiting. I, I got to say props to our man, JP. JP. Six down, five yes. out, 19 inches. New Zendaya, baby. Congratulations to you and your family and the beautiful daughter. Uh, and congrats, you know, everybody bro. coming out, share their congrats. Peachy, Terrence, you know, we got a new member of the faithful. And anytime we can celebrate something like this, I, I, I'm just so thankful. Um, and so congrats to you and your family, man. You guys deserve it all. Um, just awesome. Just absolutely awesome. Now, all right, let, let's jump into this, Wayne. And so let, let's talk through kind of what I was thinking. I'm a madman. I'm not very smart. Um, I want to go through, and Wayne always has the tiebreaker. He's 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 the guy, right? And so <laughs> I <laughs> he's Kyle Shanahan in this situation. We're going to go through and pick every single position. Who would you rather have? And we're building kind of like an all-pro list. Like so it. once we get to the flex position, we'll talk through some of those things. But it's as simple as this. Who is the better player currently going into this game? Not necessarily the best stats. Not necessarily, you know, whatever. Who's the best player at each position between these two teams? And the first one, we'll start it off. Why not start at the quarterback position? Is Brock Purdy or is Jared Goff the better quarterback heading into the NFC Championship? So let's let's have a real discussion, okay? Okay. Because, you know, in my opinion, Brock Purdy's the better quarterback. But you said, who do you want to have as the quarterback in this position, in this situation? And so if you came at me and said, well, you wanted Jared Goff, or if I told you I wanted Jared Goff, I'm not going to speak for you. I would go with because he's won an NFC Championship game and he's won a Super Bowl. Oh, there you go. Uh, so the, did he so, win this? He didn't win the Super Bowl. Yeah, he didn't win the Super Bowl. I mean, he lost the Super Bowl. And he's won the NFC yeah. Championship game and lost the Super Bowl. My fault. That's right. why his ass is gone. But that's why. <laughs> yeah, three and seven against the Niners, and even after that Super Bowl appearance. Got swept by the Niners in back-to-back years, and McVay was just like, "Okay, I got to get this dude out of here." Right. Um, but that, but favorite. that, it would be experience over like the inexperience. But if you're asking me who's the better quarterback, I think Brock Purdy's the better quarterback. Yeah, I agree as well. So, can I put in Brock Purdy? Is that yes, allowed? you can. Okay. Yes, you can. I, I would much rather prefer Brock Purdy uh, than Jared Goff. Now. You know, we, we let, let's change to the run. We're doing all 22 starters. And I mean, again, this is CMC. There's nothing to really even talk about. I mean, I, you, you like what David Montgomery, I mean to cut you off, but this oh, is no, no. This is, this is a no-brainer. I like it with David Montgomery and what they finally started allowing Jameer Gibbs to do, even though they just said, F my fantasy football season uh, when it came to Jameer Gibbs. But you know what? He's playing. This, I picked him to be the better running back, and look what he is. He's in the playoffs. Everybody was going after B. John Robinson, and I kept saying, watch out for the kid from Alabama. So, um, But it's CMC. It's not even a conversation. But they got some really good running backs. 
I will they say do. that. They got a nice little thunder, thunder, thunder. I call it thunder lightning punch. They got a nice little one-two punch. Yeah, I like that. Now, we're going to do a flex spot, but let's wait till after we finish Ooh. the rest of the offense. We'll come back with the best of the rest. I think that would be good. Um, let's talk tight end because I would argue – these are the two best tight ends in the NFL. Number two one, best number tight ends. I I think one of these tight ends may win offensive rookie, rookie uh player of the year or some something whatever that is. He's in uh, contention. Yeah. Um. Look, Sam. Kittle. It's the Porter. It's the it's the Iowa guys. It, it, it's those dudes. <laughs> I mean, I I I'm going with Kittle because I like what Kittle can do uh, in the run blocking game as well as in the receiving game. I don't think Sam Laporta is a great tight end, blocking tight end yet, but they definitely use him as a receiver. Uh, I see Sonia said that she thought he was injured. I thought he was too until I saw him play last week and caught a, caught a, caught a touchdown. He's so, banged up, but he's, but, he's fighting but he's still it. he's still he, he's still finding a way to be efficient is what I'm trying to say. So you can't count him out. He like They're still going to utilize him. I'm kind of thinking that's what Debo Samuel was going to do. Tanya, what's up? That's and awesome. so I'm kind of thinking that's what Debo is going to do. He might be banged up, but he's going to play this week. So, yeah. And so I'm going George Kittle. And I'll, I'll say this I said this on my last episode. I thought George Kittle had one of his worst games blocking I've seen all season. Um, I saw him on his ass the whole game. He struggled and he was mad about it. Uh, the, the, uh, the receiving was great, but John, I did not expect that to happen again. When I tell you something was off about the 49ers in that game. Like, it was off for the whole team, though. It wasn't just that Brock had a, uh, had a bad game. The Niners had a bad game until a moment snapped, and then they figured it out. Because even the defense, we were saying to ourselves, how are we getting pushed back? Like, what is going on here? And yeah. so, like, it was tough. But I'm with you, bro. I'm, I'm with you. It's, it's I Kittle. like this from Oscar. He says, what I saw from Kittle was stomach sinking when he dropped the ball. That was a huge drop. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Huge Second drop. and five would have been a first down. Then you had the amazing pass and catch to Ayuk, Ayuk which brought Ayuk yeah. back into it. But yeah, it was it wasn't the best game for Kittle. And I'm sorry, I, I'm pretty excited to see what Kittle's going to do. I'm just telling y'all right now, I'm betting almost the over on everything George Kittle this week, almost all of it. So uh, we'll, we'll see with that. All right, let's go to the offensive line, um, left tackle. I don't think it's a discussion between Taylor Decker and Trent Williams. It's Trent Williams. Yeah. Uh, we can mile. start with the tackles because Sewell could go at the right tackle. Yeah, so that's not a again. <laughs> it's like that a is... no brainer. I wish I wish we could have had him. Now I like their guard. I like their center. I like Glass now. I like him better than our center. Frank Ragnow, I have no problem if you said He's the best center in the NFL. You're not really? wrong. I think he's top three. I think Creed Humphrey, Kelsey, Creed Humphrey, and then Creed Humphrey would be the rag now. Yeah, yeah. There's no wrong answer with those three. He's incredible. I know he's banged up. Don't really care now. He, he's expected to play though. Yeah, he's playing. That dude. I, plays, I would. I would go sprained, with their offensive sprained. line. Period. <laughs> okay. Now their left guard is injured. He's out, and so it's a, a Wosica versus Aaron Banks. And I'm sorry, but Aaron Banks has been god-awful for two straight months. I'm taking their backup. If I could put Feliciano here, which can yeah. I do that? Is that Felici- allowed? Not at left guard. But he played Fel- left guard? He's I not thought he started guard this game. Though. He started right guard last week. He did. He did. I would. Oh, so I, I see just, what you're saying. No, no, no. I, I see what you're saying. I'm not putting Aaron Banks on this. I love I know, Aaron Banks. I, I know. I know you're not. I, I wasn't, wasn't going to let Aaron you. Banks. But but you can swing my man John there. Feliciano is better than Aaron Banks, and he's better than Al Al Wasika. It is let's not go. Let's close. go with Feliciano there because we're going to take the Lions right guard. Yeah, that and that one's like I would take. I love Feliciano, um, but I would take Glasgow over him. And I, again, I don't think that's close. And, and, a, and this these are Michigan strength. guys, man. John, John is making oh. my day. Hey man, he's he's a stud. He's a, he's a stud. But now, why can't we get? Why couldn't we get some of these guys, man? Well, I mean, we don't invest in the a lot of. We don't invest in the interior top, offensive. I line. got you. I got you. I mean, you look at the the 49ers interior guys. Aaron Banks was the second round pick we traded back for, so we did there. Uh, Jake I Brindle's got you. Career undrafted free agent. Burford was a fourth round pick. Like, nah, it's just scraps. We're gonna throw darts, whatever hits. That is not what the Detroit Lions have done. And that's not a Dan Campbell thing. These guys are mainstays from beforehand. Oh, yeah, these guys are studs. But can you imagine once the the Niners do start to, like, they all their skill positions are set. So once they – now they have have tons of draft picks where they can – I wouldn't be mad if they wasted at 7 out of the 11 on on linemen and bring them in here, find these studs – and and plug and play and 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 upgrade when that offensive line is upgraded, John. If we're running the ball great now, can you imagine what it's going to be like? 
Because a lot of people were forgetting, like, they're talking about, oh, a lot of the 49er faithful, they're nervous about the run game, us not stopping the run game. Well, I'm going to tell you why. Because they got Frank Ragnow and Glasgow, and they got they got studs in their run game to, to help those running backs. I'm just saying. Yeah. One day. One day. One day. One day. One day. All right. Anyway. Let, let's finish out the offense before we get to some more oh, questions. Oh, running back, too, is going to be Gibbs. Now, and so, like, this is anybody. And, yeah, Zach Ertz um, has just been signed, right? And so, like, yeah. we got to include that uh, right here. Shout out to uh, Strawberry Reacts. They just signed Zach Ertz. Wonder if Laporta was injured again. Their tight end two's banged up. Laporta's injured. They bring him in. It, it makes sense. It was a good signing. It made Ertz waited to the last, 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 last minute. So, Tied into a couple things. Uh, let, let's talk about 49ers. And this could be a flex anything. Uh, we haven't got to the wide receivers yet, though. Oops, I didn't put those on here. We, we should probably do those next, huh? Because that could be one of our flexes. So, so I, I messed up there. So that, how, Oh, man, this is crazy. Oh. We're adjusting on the fly, guys. Sorry, guys. I'm Are we doing three wideouts? Let's do two, and then the, we could do the number three included in the, you know. This is tough. Yeah. This, this is this, this is going to be tough. Because if we don't pick up Amon Ross A. Brown, like I would I would question our ability. Well, I think of those are the two wide receivers. It's Brandon Ayuk and Amon Ross St. Brown. I, I was just making sure. And but. I'll say this. Without Debo, I'm going Amon Ross St. Brown over Brandon Ayuk because Brandon Ayuk, when Debo has been out, is pedestrian he, not, at best. Non-factor. I mean, he disappeared for two and a half quarters. Soon as Debo went out, Ayuk was disappeared until the fourth quarter. He made some great plays, but it was the same thing in the Cleveland game. Disappeared the whole game, lots of drops until that fourth quarter drive got us in position to win the game. We missed the game-winning field goal against Cleveland. Yeah. But Brandon Ayuk without Debo out there, and I know everybody talks about like, oh, Purdy when Debo left the game. No, no, no. I love Brandon Ayuk. He's one of my favorite players on this damn team. Every single time Debo has left, Ayuk disappears. I, it's it's not just Ayuk. So look, I'm not gonna let you slander my boy because it's not him. just him. I love him. They bracket him and they change the way they defend him. Now, my question is this: Why can't we've seen this before? So why can't Brandon Ayuk now take over the Debo role? And so we've but we've seen it. We saw his rookie year. We saw him run the reverses and, 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 and the jet sweeps and things like that. I'd rather him run that. That way you keep that element still in the game. You got other wideouts. Juwan Jennings can run routes like and 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 beat people. And then you can utilize Ray Ray McLeod in the slot, Chris Conley in the slot. You can still take Chris Conley and get him downfield to open up the stuff. I just feel like Kyle mismanages his players, and because of that, because here's here's what I'm saying, John. If Brandon Ayuk is that dude, right, then why don't you make him that dude? But see, that's the thing. Like, he's the X. He's the X. He, you don't it, switch his you, entire but, role. You don't put it, him in the Z. If he's that, that. He, he's played X his whole career. But he, can, but he can play them. He's played the Z. He's played the X. So why not? I'm just saying to keep the element going. Yeah. Once, once, once Debo left, w once the Z is gone, that sounds like a song. Once the thrill is gone, <laughs> like it's over. It they they the defense zeroes in. They bracket him or double him, however you want to call it. And the next thing you know, he's a non-factor. 
when Debo is in, they got to account for Debo, what he's going to do in the short game, long game, intermediate route. And so it's it, Brandon Ayuk is getting one-on-ones, and he's finding holes in the zone. That's they, the, the offense is so complimentary. It's like each piece needs a piece. It's yeah. weird. I do like that. I like this for Kali. I would put CMC in the Debo role. I like that and bring in Elijah Mitchell and Jordan Bates. That's what I would do personally, at least on I, some plays. I, either way. I'm not changing IU. I wouldn't. But I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I wouldn't. I'm just saying I, it, it's a receiver over a running back, and, you know, that that's the difference in the game. Like, it's it's something about having the receiver running certain – I'm not saying – I'm not saying give – uh, Brandon Ayuk, uh, a halfback dive up. They don't even do that to Debo anymore. That was two. That was two years ago. Debo is jet. It's it's all to the outside. The issue with the Niners in that game is we couldn't get outside zone working, and we weren't. And they were stopping it on, on our regular running backs. And so when you have Debo in there, first play of the game was an outside zone run to the right. It was fifteen fucking yards. Yeah. And, and when he gets hurt, you lose. You lost that whole element. So somebody needed to be there running those. Yeah, I wish we keep that going the whole time, and that's that's the issue. Is man, it, it, it's it's weird to me how we just give up on those you know play he action does. boots. We ran one, we ran one, and, we ran and it's one. funny because now or, Ronnie Bell was inactive. He was inactive. Yeah, you know? but he plays the IU role, and so he, like you're saying, move IU there, and then. Now, I, I want Jennings to get the shot, but to be fair, Jennings was terrible in the Debo role th- during that three-game stretch, but then he was awesome this game. So maybe Ayuk can answer that call this game because I think Debo will play. I don't think Debo's going to be 100% Debo, though. And it's not all about the runs. It's not all no. about running. No, I don't want people to think I want Brandon Ayuk to run the ball five times. No, Debo doesn't even run it five times. Right. I'm just, I'm just talking about why are we not seeing the wide receiver screens to your best wide receiver? Through the I, I, fewest amount of screens, us and Lamar Jackson were the fewest screens of any divisional round opponent. I, and, 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 and you know, when you, you think of best receivers, you see best receivers line up in different spots. You talk yeah. about guys like Devontae Adams, he lines up in the slot. What are we talking about? Yeah, he does. Let's say CDs, Lamb does, all that stuff too. You're right. You're right. Um, right here, Big Papa. And this goes into our... We've got one more position on offense to talk about. That's our flex spot. So it could be a running back two, full back, wide receiver, tight end two, whatever. He says, do the Lions have any big-bodied wide receivers? Amon Ross St. Brown's not big-bodied, but he sure as hell plays big. He's he's like a miniature. He is, man. He plays like freaking Anquan Bolden. That's who I feel like Ronnie Bell can transition into year three, four in his NFL career. I hope if he, so. If he continues to bulk up and, and stuff like that. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, that's the, that, there you go. He's that's, physical. That's the Ronnie Bell. I don't know awesome. why they got him playing Brandon Ayuk role, but that's, that's the Ronnie Bell that I would think. No, I don't think they have any big bodies because Mechie is. Josh Reynolds, six three, one ninety four. Not Reynolds. What's the, so. uh, Jameson, Jameson. Jameson Liz, Williams. He's, he's. Uh, one eighty nine. Yeah, slender. he's a speedy guy. Yeah. So no, no. Amon Ross St. Brown's their physical guy. Josh Reynolds is big, but he's not their physical. He's guy. the guy you game plan for. Like that's yeah. the one you want to eliminate. You know, you try to eliminate like the big time receiver. That's the guy you take out. So here's my question to you. Debo. I, I'm removing Debo from this conversation. Let's just pull it because I think he's going to be injured. Jair okay. Gibbs. Do you want to take Juwan Jennings? No. Uh, Kyle Uzcheck. It's Gibbs. It's Gibbs. Yeah. It's Gibbs. 
I, I agree with you. I do think it's Gibbs. So let, let's tally these up. Let's get to some questions and some super chats. Uh, so let's see. How many 49ers? One, two, three, four, five, six. So we got six 49ers, and we've got, let's see, six, Lions. Six. One, is it six and six? Yeah. One, because we two, picked, three, we picked four, 12. five. Did we? Oh, no. Am I dumb? One. I am dumb. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five. We only got five. We, we, we did 11 because we only did two wide receivers. We did two wide receivers and a flex. So we got it. We did 11. Am gotcha. I dumb? No, it should be 11, right? Just, I think I did just, it right. Yeah, that's right. All right. So before we jump over to the other side, uh, and so that shows it's a little closer than I thought it would be. Let, let's get to some of these super chats and comments out here. Delvin, I'll let you take this one, Wade. Delvin, what's going on? Uh, the two teams that are playing in the AFC Championship game beat us in the Super Bowl. We must go through Detroit, win the Super Bowl, heal past wounds. That's true, right? Right? Like, we lost to both teams in the Super Bowl. Like, two Super Bowls that literally made every 49er fan cry. Like, cry. Like, I left my own Super Bowl party in the Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl and I made sure I was alone watching the other Super Bowl because I didn't like the feeling I had when we lost that other Super Bowl. And then somebody, some, some, I don't know who it is. That person must remove themselves from Twitter. They tweeted, they tagged, they messaged me and said, yo, we got this in the bag. I said, you mother trucker. <laughs> like, how, how could you? Oh, it's the way it goes. Uh, shout out to Joe Lenore and the Niner Empire doing the best work out there for everybody. I appreciate you, brother. It was great seeing you this past week. Uh, and, and so, yeah, look, I'm, here's my thing. You got to get to the dance to party. And I want to beat the people that hurt us. I want to yeah. right the wrongs. I want to. Yeah. Do I want to play the freaking, you know, Cowboys and Eagles every week in the playoffs? I do because they're trash, but also because I hate them. But, hey, man, we get to go against – Lions this week, and we'll deal with the you know the Chiefs, and we'll deal with the, the Ravens, whatever that opportunity gets to present itself. But we're not there yet, but I love it. Uh, right here, James. Uh, I'm tired of the idea that everything has to be perfect. Thanks for the super chat, James. Things need to be this way for Purdy, for Ayuk, for Kyle, as if everything was perfect the last. Yeah, it, you're right. And I'm sorry, am I the only one that loves all the Brock Purdy slander that's taken place? I, I, I lo love it. I, I, I love it. To to an extent, um, but it's I just start to turn it off because some of it doesn't even make sense. So the, the the there's certain slander I'm cool with, and then there's just stuff that doesn't make sense. It just lets it's like them showing me that they don't watch football. No, they don't. And you know, again, if they you don't watch, watch 49ers football, let me make that clear. There we go. You turn on any of the like three or four letter you know shows or whatever on network TV. Those guys have no damn clue. And you're seeing guys like somebody talk about and I don't like putting their names out there just because I don't want to give them attention. But like people talk about how we need to get rid of Brock Purdy for Justin Fields. Are you freaking insane? Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. 
You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life altering. And if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Like, they just don't watch. They're just trying to engage responses. And here's my thing. They're going to get a response. Because Ayuk and Debo and Kittle those and are Kyle the ones check. That... Mm-hmm. those are the ones you're pissing off. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy don't give a damn. You see that dude? He is freaking American psycho, stone cold killer. He don't give a damn about anything. He's all shucks. I love that movie. That uh, he's good. just all shucks and going to move on. It's not going to affect Brock Purdy. You're going to piss off Trent Williams. Now That's see, what you're doing. Like, what's pissing me off, though, are all of those that are coming out now trying to, like, stand up for Purdy when they didn't do that. They didn't do it all season. So it's like, it's funny to me because because what I'm starting to see is the trend is okay. We'll play the super. We'll play the good guy. We'll we'll kind of help. Per- no, Purdy don't need none of it. Don't stand up for him. You didn't do it all year. Don't start standing up now. And like that to me is the fake phoniness stuff. So Pat McAfee, you can eat rocks too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have zero problems I'm, I'm calling people names out. I just have zero problems. <laughs> zero with it. I, I love it, man. You're, you're the best. And yeah, Big Papa talks about, you know, moving the goalposts and all that stuff. And you, I, I just don't care. Like, you guys are here for a reason. I want to say thank you to the, the everybody Thanks. that takes their time to be a part of this community. Let's give them a round whether, of applause. Hey, whether you're live chat, you know, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. Or you download the podcast and listen later. We just want to say, like, look, I think you're here for a reason. Your team is in the NFC Championship. You're one of the final four. That's incredible. The way in which you spend your time matters, and it matters to us, and we are appreciative. And that's why we try to come up with original ways in which to look at these games and to create, you know, I don't like the content creator thing. Wayne and I were talking beforehand. I don't like it. Um, I, I just... I want to enjoy this community and this opportunity that we have as 49ers fans. And I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm not an independent journalist that works for a company and tells me not to be biased. No, I'm biased. I'm a damn fan. I was at the game cheering in my starter jacket, going buck wild, drenched. And and like, that's who I want to be. And that's what we're trying to do. And if you've ever been around Wade, you know, Nothing but energy, and I freaking love it, man. So I, I don't know anything else on that way. Like your thoughts on just no, like like I said, like I'm like you know, I'm glad it doesn't phase phase Brock. But what I what I do know is they there are other some play, players are listening because they're responding, and that lets me know you you said Debo's going to be injured. I don't think he's going to be injured, dog. I, you think a hundred percent will be out I, there? I think a hundred percent. He, for him to clap back the way he did, that lets me know he gonna put them pads on, and, and like, and and I love it. Like that's what you want to see, right? You want to see your soldiers go out there. Oh, they talking about my, they talk about my captain. They talk about my. You talk. I got you. I got. We we got you. And that's what I like. Football field gonna be crazy. I guarantee you, there's gonna be a couple of choke slams. Just expect <laughs> a couple of fifteen yard penalties from Trent Williams. Just expect it. 
It's coming, man. It's I mean, we got one last week. Whenever he just touched the guy, that was hilarious. After uh, he but, was touched, too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. It's just that's the problem. Whenever you're the big guy, and they always see the second one anyway. But whatever. All right, let's jump over to the the defensive, defensive. side of the ball. Let's go, defense, baby. defense. There we go. And it's let's funny go. to me. You know, I really like Aaron Glenn as a player. I don't understand why this dude is getting head coaching jobs. It reminds me a lot of Matt Patricia. It's because he was on TV, man. He's on HBO. Yeah. I mean, and he was awesome. He was great. Like, I really thought that he did a good job in the way he conducted himself. But, like, you look at this Detroit Lions defense, and it's like, what the hell do they do well? They stopped a run, but they, overall, it's a terrible defense. They have – I think they have a decent pass rush. I don't think they stopped the run really well. Um, I think with a guy like Aiden Hutchinson, that's the guy you got to like, kind of like key in on. I haven't seen many tip passes from the line of scrimmage. So this is good. This is good. Right. <laughs> um, and so like, when I look at their defense, it's, it's, it's Aiden Hutchinson. They got, they got some players, uh, that'll play hard. They got, they got those blue collar players, a lot of, and they're going to come out and play hard. But I don't think they execute well because you can if Kyle Shanahan don't come out here and throw for seven hundred yards in this game and like like I just and I know we want to run the ball, they don't stop the run well. Even though you said that they do, I just I I don't think that they do. I think they have maybe in this in these playoffs, but that's because teams are throwing <laughs> like so teams aren't even running at some point. Even when you go back to the Tampa Bay game, you say to yourself, "This game is close. It's neck and neck. They they just scored a rushing touchdown. Then Detroit scored a rushing touchdown, and then Baker Mayfield just started throwing the ball fifty five times in the third fourth quarter. What was going on? The game plan made zero sense. And so like, I don't think Kyle Shan. I, I, when you know when you look at this team, I don't think they're well against the run. If you look at where they finished uh, throughout the season. It, it wasn't that well, and, and they don't fit. They're not good against the pass either. So you just play a balanced game, man, yep. and take take advantage of their defense. Now, what you need to do is find a way to block that interior that that pass rush, and that's going to be key. I think. I, I think that's going to be interesting. Couple super chats, Emmanuel. Thank you, Niners all day, baby. Love the confidence. And right here, Nick, he says, "What do you think was going on with Purdy missing so many throws? The rain early." That was a factor. It was but definitely two, the ring. Two of the throws, he got hit. And so, like, uh, some of the throws that people are putting in, like, oh, Purdy can't throw. It's like, man, he was getting hit as that was going on. Um, it's a Yeah, it's a couple of factors. So, John mentioned the rain. And then, like, earlier with the rain, he was wearing a glove. And then it's like he's throwing with a glove. So then he got, he went, you know. Yeah. Got rid so, of it. So, so, right, because. Was it after the pass to Christian McCaffrey that like went in the dirt? Like that would have been a first down touchdown kind of down. It would have just been a down down. Like it was Christian McCaffrey's going right. downtown. Yeah, like he missed that one bad, right? Look, Purdy just didn't have a good game. I'm not gonna blame it all on the rain, but Millie when you're <laughs> when you're blaming on the rain, yeah. Who who were the original singers? Do we ever did we ever know that? Yeah, I don't know. It was the boom box behind the curtain. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, who who was regularly singing? Anyway, we'll figure that out. But my point is, you know, you, Brock Purdy was having a, a pretty down game until he didn't. And so at the end of the day, you know, once the, the precipitation stopped and, and he got kind of used to, I guess, the grip or the feel of the ball, 
uh, he started to to make some passes. But you saw you saw passes. You saw you. Uh, why not? Why didn't? My question is, why didn't they attack down the field more? I know that they had him in man coverage on that George Kittle touchdown, and then they went back to predominantly zone. Right. So I get it, but you can still get the ball down the field. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I. I- I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how okay. it goes. We got some good passes, though. There were some amazing plays. That's what I'm saying. Uh, like, we yeah. ain't got to worry about that anymore because, one, there's no rain this weekend. Two, good Super point. Bowl's in the Dome, so we're good to go. So that's Point, point again. Ding, ding. We'll do it next year. It's gone. It's gone. Right here. I'll let you take this one, Wayne. We walked on the moon. Here for the content for sure, but I live in Buffalo. You guys are my Niner friends. Best community ever. That's what's up, man. So you're a Bills fan? Yeah, he's here all the time, so I don't know. That's what I thought. That's what I – I thought he was a Niners fan. That Maybe he's just a Niners fan that lives in Buffalo, but if he's a Bills fan, that's dope that he's here for the Niners content. That's kind of cool because I really thought we were going to be – I really thought that they were going to beat the Chiefs. Yeah, and shout out to this, Anthony. Jordan Love was missing throws too. Yeah, like it's weird. Like he was missing throws. He was way off. He he doesn't get the crucifixion. Of property. I don't even get now. See, I don't want to have that show. We got defense to focus on. Well, I'll talk about it later. Sorry. Because I don't oh, get it. I don't get yeah. it. But I don't he get it. Say, he's going home though. So I would rather take criticism and disrespect and play and play than be in Cabo and get the respected whatever. So I don't like, think they can afford Cabo when they lose, man. They they go and they go into Cozumel or or, or or somewhere else. They ain't yeah, going to Cabo. Ancient shade. I like that, man. That's an off-season show right there, bro. Bro, uh, there's always shade in my game, dog. <laughs> Speaking of shades, where my damn shades at? Hashtag East Coast. I love it, man. Don't change. Don't change. <laughs> Don't change. All right. Let's go through this defense. The best um, 11 defensive starters. Uh, let's go defensive end. This is um, going to be fun as hell. I Can I, I'll, cool, pick, I'll pick in the ends. Give me Bosa and Hutchison, bro. Yeah, that's I, it. I think that's yep. pretty. I, hey. Y'all could listen. I I'm a biased 49er fan, but I'm a smart football fan. Yeah, I don't think it's close. I, I really don't. Like you got Comiskey, who who kind of plays inside outside for them, and we've got Chase Young. Like neither of those two guys sniff the other two guys. I, I don't think that's close. And they're all were number two picks, weren't they? I think they were. Yeah, Bosa was Bosa, Hutchinson and so was Hutchinson. Hutchinson. Yeah, because the other dude went to the first pick. Did he go to Hugh? He went, I don't know where he went, but it was another defensive player that went ahead. Yeah. All right. Let's talk defensive tackle because I think this is probably one of the most contested. This is um, tough. Obviously, Eric Armstead and Javon Hargrave are in conversation, but they also have McNeil, who's this had a pretty tough. damn good year. Uh, their defensive interior guy, Aline McNeil. He was a third round. I would go with those state. two guys. I would go with McNeil and Hargrave. Okay. Interesting. I, I don't have a problem with that at all. But who I think would you those go three, with? Uh, playoffs? Playoffs? Playoffs. Um, I want to give Eric Armstead the bump. I thought that he played really, really well this past week, but I think you're right. I think Hargrave and McNeil would be the two, but I have no problem if you wanted to move Eric Armstead in for McNeil or Eric Armstead in for Hargrave. I don't think there's a wrong answer there. Yeah. Um, they're just, that's three studs. They got, we got two, they got one. So, yeah. and I think that's about it. Now linebacker, not a conversation. This is not, I'm sorry, Wayne, you hit your card earlier. 
This is the two I'm best not even going to speak. I, I'm I'm silent. It ain't even close. Is he, you know, there's only two other decent. linebackers I would reply. There's only there's only two other linebackers in the league that yeah. we can even question. When we, when, I tell you what, when we do, we're going to do the same exercise against the Ravens and the 49ers. Oh yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, right here, Niner Gate. Dre Greenlaw is him coming off just an all-world performance. It's crazy how oh. your guy. But my guy had a great fucking game too. Who's your guy? Fred Warner. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was awesome. He's it's like awesome. I'm. I'm Warner. I'm Willis. You're Greenlaw. You're Bowman. This is how we are. But so your 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 guy weird? had the game. It's super weird. Ah, oh. now we'll come back to the linebacker, nickel, safety, whatever. We'll we'll treat that kind of like the flex spot um, that we did on offense. All right, let's go to starting corners. So the starting corners for the Lions are Cam Sutton. I don't Bill, like their corners. They're terrible. Uh, Sutton <laughs> is ranked 100 out of 129 quarters. I don't rated, like their corners. And their other corners, 105 out of 129. You look at their passing yards allowed. They've given up, I think it's five consecutive games to 300 yards or more passing. They're not good. I don't like their corners. So It's Ward and Demo. It's, yeah, that he spelled Ward it's wrong, Ward. but yeah. yeah. Now, the safety conversation is a little bit different because they run a different scheme. They do a lot of three safety sets since C.J. Gardner-Johnson is back. Um, on top of that, uh, Melifonwu has been freaking lights out. And I think this is the biggest weakness for the 49ers currently That's on the whole team. That's a kid from UConn, bro. Oh, yeah, snap. He, he, uh, I, I, I he's think Syracuse. He... No, this is the brother. Oh, the brother. This is, yeah, Fetu. Uh, the, the brother was Obi. He was with the Niners, remember? He was. He was. And he this kid's a freak too. 6'3, 210. Syracuse, third round pick. But yeah, his brother was the safety corner safety guy. Um, this is a younger brother, and he's he's a lot better. He's all right. So we go with Olufanwu and and Gibson? Or do they play the same safety position? Well, I mean, CJ Gardner Johnson, do you put him in there? Nah, that's the nickelback dog. Nah. Okay, I, so I, I, I would put him at nickel. Fonwu, that's good. And then you're going that's, Gibson. I would do that. And then for nickel, Oren Burks, Ambry Thomas, or CJ Gardner Johnson. Seriously? It's CJ Gardner Johnson. Okay. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not even close, especially after this last week. Uh, I, I had Ooh. to put it out there. I didn't know you're going to go straight Michigan on me, man. No, nah, man. Know. Listen, no. Look, he was bad. <laughs> no, when you're Thomas. bad, you're bad. <laughs> listen, listen. People think people think that I'm. You know, I only support the Michigan players. I need I need the faithful to get that. Do I support my Michigan guys? Absolutely. Yeah. But when he bad, he bad. Not Michael Jackson bad either. That he was terrible. He was terrible. He was terrible. Yeah. Had a bad game. All right. Let's total these up. Forty Niners. One. Two, three, four, five. I misspelled that one. Six, seven. Oh, so we so got seven there. Seven, so it's seven, four. Should be four. Let's make sure I didn't mess up. One, two, three, four. So there we go. So if we one, look two, at three, just four, one, two, there three, we go. four. You remember that? Connect this four. Is brought to you by the number <laughs> seven. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the 49ers got 13 starters, and the Detroit Lions got nine. Um, if we're just breaking that up based on, you know, going through these, I am curious if you're listening or watching this kind of who you disagree with, um, yeah. who you would change, who you would swap out. 
Um, there's a couple just looking. Like I, I, I literally would put Debo at the flex. I and if he wasn't injured, yeah, I don't have a problem putting Debo. But he's not ruled out. He's not ruled out. But man, did you see him running after that hit? He yeah. didn't move his arm. He's running like this. Yeah. Like, but but I'm just and saying, I, mean, I have torn my rotator cuff, so I am in. I'm just but he saying. Did, he didn't tear his. He didn't tear anything. It said no fracture. Like that's you don't true. fracture. You know what I mean? Like that's a break. That's a that's a bone thing. Yeah. Uh, I just saw that dude running, and it was pinned to his side. But I mean, we put Frank Ragnow in there. He's injured. But he played the rest of the game. Uh, he didn't come out. And I want Debo out there, and I think Debo's going to play. I think he'll I'm probably just, if, be a if, little if, bit. Of, if, if bearing health, Debo goes to the flex. If oh my gosh, I would have no problem putting Debo over Amon Raw with the way he's been playing the past couple months. Nah, I like him in the flex. I'm yeah, not Amon Ross. The sun God is amazing. Like, he's been pretty great. Man. He's been awesome. Yeah. And so, like, you know, looking at these, you know, somebody out there would probably say they take Goff over Purdy. I don't mind that. Somebody would say they take Laporta over Kittle. I don't mind that if he was healthy. Like, that's yeah, but a conversation. You, but the, I don't the think he is. The interchangeables are Trent, that line. Do you, yeah. those That stays the same. That's not changing. Defensively, we talked about the defensive tackle. Do you put yeah, you Eric, might could put Eric Armstead over. There's McNeil. no conversation on DNs. There's no conversation on linebackers. There's no conversations on corners. So I those, don't know. I don't think there's a lot to argue about here. Look, so. it, at the end of the day, it's going to come down to these players, you know, and the game is going to come down to those players executing. And so, you know, it doesn't matter if we got the better players because, look, on paper – we have more on offense. We have more on defense when it comes to those these skill positions or these positions in general. But then at the end of the day, it's going to come down to how these players execute. I like Gibbs. I know that Montgomery is their bell cow. But if we're talking flex, now you got a guy that can possibly be one of their receiving backs. And you know what they do a lot? Oh, my gosh. They are the check down kings. Look, that's my only concern in this game. Hmm. Because when it's a check down and the Niners are playing pass and it's a check down, that's where you see a lot of missed tackles. It's almost like a screen without the big old blockers. Now, our guys are going to have to be out there making open tackles. Do you think we see more Isaiah Oliver this game? No. I, I, I'm just thinking I, of the matchups. Not with Jamison Williams out there. Not with Amon Ra, who's going to be playing in the slot. He plays the slot a lot. Yeah. So I don't think you can do that. I don't think you put him out there. So who's the going to be our slot guy? It's the going to be and I don't think you change it up. I think every time Thomas, Thomas back out there, you just tell him, don't bite on the double move, especially if Jamison well, Williams is out there. If it's Harold Reynolds. Or Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds, I mean, Harold is old, a baseball uh, player. Is that Detroit Tigers? Is no, that I thought he played for the Mariners. Uh, maybe he did. Seattle. Um, if it's if it's Josh Reynolds, I don't think he's a big double move guy. He's a big strong. He's a he's a physical guy. Yes, but that that's Amory Thomas. We played him so much though. He's the Rams dude. We he's the Rams dude. That's so much Amory Thomas Lane though. It is. Now I don't want Jamison Williams on him though. That's no, good. he's getting burnt. Amory plays the deep ball very well. Actually, it's one it, of his best things. I think it's just I, double I think, moves and at the catch point, he can't do it. 
Oh man, look at Wade. He's going through it right now. Look because at that. The, that second, is the, the, the first one shouldn't have been a flag, and the second one was just like he hugged just, him, dude. Just played a damn ball. Not the first one. The first one. You know what I mean? The first one. The first one wasn't a hug. But the second one was the hug. That was the good old I miss you stuff animal hug. Where you been? We going to bed tonight. Like that, that was the hug. But it was a weird hug too because it was just like, I'm looking at the ball. It was dub. It was dub. Come to me, baby. For those of you that are not watching, if you're watching on YouTube, you're welcome. But if you're not, you just saw an actual walkthrough of cognitive dissonance in Wayne Breezy trying his hardest (laughs) to protect his boy uh his his michigan guy and explain why it's not them. as bad the, listen i the first one was listen come on can, let's have a conversation the first one was questionable the second because i thought yes, i thought was. i, I thought that i thought the gibson one was questionable and the first ambry thomas one was questionable and i thought if it was a flag it should have been like and uh 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 leo Incidental contact or in the air, but the ball was in the air. Oh, okay. I didn't know the ball was in. Okay. It okay. was the first one was questionable. Yes. The I didn't say that one, he was I didn't say he wasn't garbage. What are we talking about here? I'm talking uh, about the yeah, flags. They they coming at you, man. He still was garbage. <laughs> I'm talking right about here. The fl- this is the backup after because they no. they put Womack. He was inactive. No. Womack was inactive. I don't I don't know. So you're asking you, so now you're saying so so after you we, we want to trust a rookie. No, he's talking uh, about putting in. Yeah, he's talking about putting in Daryl Luter Jr. Right. He's so, back up a no. So, but that's what I'm saying because you want now you're trusting a rookie to go out there, um, and and make plays, and he wouldn't even start Jair Brown, who started in this defense. I don't think Kyle trusts trusts. I don't think Kyle trusts rookies in these games, and maybe he should. Maybe he should. Yeah, it's it's time to get Jair Brown back. Gosh, I hope he plays. I that think was- we need to get Womack back to Womack. Some reason he's amazing on special teams. Just let him do that. They took him off that, and he's never had a bad rep on there. I can't I believe he was understand. in that. Well, look what happened. Isaiah Oliver, special teams rep, big, 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 big game. Ugh, anyway, I want to go on special teams. I'm gonna lose my mind. I'll let you take this Sean comment. <laughs> he's got two of them, so we, we 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 go back to back. I'll take the next one. Sean says, "At least I'm consistent." B, you know why Ryan Clark is angry. Because he has the face and personality no one likes. Oh, they on. tolerate it. But why is he so angry? Like, he was a hard-hitting DB in the NFL. But, yeah. but, but what's the complex here? Uh, Purdy's probably how Ryan grew up saying pretty. Oh, oh. man. Come on, Sean. You go We've all far, seen man. Mice of Men. Like, Yeah, like, there we go. But I, I'm not I'm a Ryan ready. Clark guy just because he's classified. He self-proclaimed straight hater to certain teams and so like again he's going that's just who he is uh talking about ryan clark whatever i don't I, I have no anything that that guy could say has no bearing whatsoever in my like the dude is just it, it he just makes stuff up he just says things and it works because we're talking about it and i hate that we are talking about it but that's okay thank you sean uh hey, quick, number two go ahead yeah uh quick question the the Logan Ron, the, the Aaron Jones, um, big gain, right? Did that result in points? I can't remember off the top Say of my head. Say that one more time. The Aaron Jones run from like his three yard line, where he got like fifty plus yards. Did that yeah, drive that end in points? Yeah, it was a touchdown. Is that the same drive that Logan Ryan gave up the touchdown to? 
Oh, maybe. I'm asking, I, I'm asking because I see our brother Nigel out there saying, how did Ryan play worse than Thomas? Because Thomas gave up 10 points. But then they both I, played terrible. They're both they did. They they were they were one and two. But if that's the case, I'm thinking I'm I'm thinking Thomas gave I mean I'm thinking Logan Ryan gave up 14 points. So that's why I'm asking, was that the same drive? 15, because that's when they went for two. The, the two point conversion. I think it was 10 and 15, but they both were terrible. Both oh, they said that the point. Aaron Jones missed with a a field goal. Okay. Oh, All right. That was the 41 yard missed field goal. Both Thank terrible. You. Both terrible. Um right. here we go. Sean. Uh Three weeks was too long for Purdy. I disagree, uh, but I, I get why you're saying that. It was just the raid and the play calling. Run the damn ball. Gear up, sports fans. The NFL playoffs are here, and the Super Bowl is right around the corner. There has never been a better time to get into the action with my bookie. Now, don't just watch. Score big. Boosted odds, huge huge prize contest, the filling of the Super Bowl, even before it hits, you can already start to enjoy that. And whether you're a seasoned pro, ready or ready to roll for the first time betting, my bookie is your ticket to turning your sports knowledge into cold hard cash. It's the largest online casino of odds, contests, Vegas-style casino games, ultimate destination for fun, all types of fun, 24-7, right at your fingertips. Now, if you've been waiting... Now is the time to get into the action because if you jump in and you start to make a winning move today with my bookie, use promo code 49ERS or this promo code QR code right next to my right, they're going to claim your deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's right. Promo code 49ers for an opportunity to boost your betting power. Rollovers do apply. If you have questions, please ask them. But experience the thrill of sports betting right in the comfort of your home because you can bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I do mean anywhere. Wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie. Join today and be part of the winning team. Um, Green Bay defense plays a version of our scheme all year. Number three, Kyle can adjust once someone takes his queen in the game plan. Talk about Debo. Yeah, Debo was the queen, and Kyle froze. I don't think he froze. I, I think... It's just run the damn ball, man. Just run the ball. And we completely changed our entire offense. We changed it. Went straight empty sets, and we took away all audibles. We didn't can one call. You look at the first 16 weeks of the season, you get a split high safety on first or second down. Can, 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 you run the ball. We completely it, deleted that from the thing. That's my it, opinion. That's not a Debo thing. We were doing that before Debo got injured. Yeah, but... but. <laughs> because you're no because you're right but Kyle Kyle's Kyle's not the same no. so the Kyle Shanahan that we knew that would literally run the ball down a team's throat until they prove that they can stop it is gone I don't know if yeah. he's gotten wooed by the flashiness on the offense or, or whatever how much he trusts Purdy I think he just trusts Purdy more I, I, I'm okay I'm okay with trusting Purdy, but the game plan should be to run the ball. I just imagine if you run the ball and then they play the run and then you throw the ball. I'm just saying, like, that's why you run the ball. So simple, man. I really hope. And in this game, the thing is, the Lions suck so bad at their their secondary, so bad. If Kyle goes straight, Kyle, and just empty sets and throws the ball, like, that's still an advantage this week. Um, so we'll see how it goes. James, super chat. He says, I checked a few sites and Lions rush defense ranks between second and third in rush defense behind the Bears. Is that right? Um, there's a couple different ways you can look at this. 
And so not a lot of teams have ran against them. They've allowed the third fewest rush attempts uh, for the second fewest yards, but they have only allowed 3.7 yards per rush. That is correct. So that's kind of the bear metrics. You want to get into DVOA. You want to get into all those different whatever. There's lots of different ways that you could dive into that. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of what it is. But, yeah, they're good. They suck against the pass. They're pretty good against the run. Uh, you disagree. So, Wayne? I mean, I mean, like, how, like, what are we looking, what are we looking at? Like, uh, what, these are like, their ranks based on rush attempts, rushing yards, and yards so, per rush. So, so when I look at the run, I look at what, what they give up on, like, average per game. Okay. Per game. Okay. So when I, when I look up average per game, they're like, I, like where, how are they? They're not even, we're second. So how are they second? Uh, I think it's close based on a per game, but like they haven't allowed a 100 yard rusher in one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, six straight games. Niners were at like a ridiculous number and they just gave up one because of. Yeah, but then game. you got to factor in the context of who those rushers are. Yeah. No, I so mean, like, so, so like if they, if they, so on average per game in 2020. Hold on. Here we go. So the 49ers. No, he's right. They 88.8 yards per game. We're ranked first best in the NFL in attempts. We're third best in yards and we're 14th best in yards per rush attempt. Gotcha. So he was right. James is right. They, they're second in yards per game that they give up. So they don't allow. You're right. But they also have, but, but contextually, they haven't played the best running back. The issue here, here's the thing, right? When we look at this stuff and, and you look at the Niners and you say, like, well, what running backs have they stopped? You can use the same factors that I'm talking about. But who have they defended to where they had to worry about? I mean, they played well, the Rams and that dude's second in rush yards. He had 68 combined rush yards in the playoffs. Kyron Williams? Yeah, he was number two. But he's not number one. That's true. And he's not the same running back as Christian McCaffrey. Oh, I think that the I think Christian McCaffrey, the 49ers, could run on this defense. It's will I'm they run saying, on this defense? Yeah, that's exactly what they call it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that that's that's why I'm saying to to James and everybody else out there, like, it's not the fact that, yeah, they've stopped. They've they've number two in run defense. That's fine. But they also haven't played this rush offense. Now the question is, will they get the rush offense? Will they get the 49ers rush offense? Because Kyle Shanahan has not done it in the past three weeks, and oh, it's he's killing me. Completely. He's just I mean, completely our, our past three games, I'm sorry, not past three weeks. We had like a week or something off. Right. But the, our past three games, we haven't been running the ball. No, and I mean, and what's crazy is we're not running the ball, but we're still getting crazy rush yards. We've rushed for, you know, against the Packers, we rushed for 111. Against the Rams, which is a weird game, 125. Against the Commanders, 184. Like we're we're getting the yards, we're still getting all of the like we averaged over freaking four and a half yards a carry, almost five yards a carry. We just quit running it. I just I just nobody's like nobody's stopping our run. Well, I, I I know James James, you're saying I'm sounding biased, and I I'm trying not to be biased at all. I just don't think anybody can stop us when we run the ball. So that's not bias. But if we don't run the ball, if the game, for example, if the game gets blown out of proportion. And we, we don't run the ball because we have to pass to catch up, then yeah, 
is going to be that and vice versa like that could be why the Niners rush defense is so great because we watch the Niners on film give up explosive play week after week on the ground but yet they're ranked number three so like it, it all depends on the game it all depends on the plan it all depends on the execution and so for if the Niners fully committed to running the ball let's say the number's 30 we're going to run this ball 30 times we don't know when of the 30 times we're going to run it but we're going to commit to that number and we're going to catch him we win every game every game every game every game jp we got a couple super chats i want to get to he says can we please stop the chase young shenanigans uh, that he's not doing his job because of the first interception he collapsed the pocket. He's playing well. He's not playing great. Uh, but he has not helped his, you know. It could be the style of. Added. Yeah, it, it, it could be the style of what they're asking him to do. Um, and he's used to being able to do whatever the hell he wanted to do. Whatever he wanted. And so that's a big thing. He but look, he run first, which worked really, really well. And people are like, oh, Aaron Jones, that's perimeter running. That's Ambry Thomas. That's Logan Ryan. That's Charveris Ward. That's six missed tackles between those three defensive backs that led to all that rush yards. It wasn't in between the tackles. It wasn't. Uh, the, in between the tackles is fine. Defensive ends, defensive tackles, linebackers doing their damn job. Corners and safeties, that's where the struggles took place against the Packers in the run defense. Got you. I mean, Look at the missed tackles. Look at the film. Look at whatever you want. I feel like Chase is playing well. He's not playing great. But Bosa's playing great versus the run, not very great versus the pass. He's playing great versus the run. I'll let you take this Sean one. Okay. Sean, Sean, Sean. Kyle is like the airplane pilot that says, sorry, guess. We lost about 100 feet of altitude. So I'm going to slam it into the ground. <laughs> he can't adjust. I disagree with Kyle Shanahan not being able to adjust. I agree with him choosing not to adjust. This is like, this is like what Kyle, I feel like Kyle feels that when he, when Kyle feels that his way is going to work, he's going to do it until it doesn't work. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, He'll go and make that little slight adjustment, try his way again with the, with the slight adjustment the next time. Kyle's notorious for being the wrinkles, maybe not adjustments, the right word, but the wrinkles that he puts in okay. to his plays are okay. second to none. Uh, that's, I that's mean, fair. you've heard Richard Sherman talk about this at great detail. Uh, right here, we got, thank you, Guero. Uh, good morning. Okay, here I go. If my Niners don't start fast, we're not winning the game. And I'll tell you why because of the historic, it'll be historic for the Lions. Uh, I mean, we just saw the exact opposite happen. And I, I don't think this Lions team is so good that they could, you know, stay ahead. Can Shanahan come back in back-to-back games? That'd be interesting. But with the weather and all those things, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Uh, interesting take. Uh, and then he adds on, why? Because the damn refs will help him. That 100% is factual. Um, the refs will help whatever team the 49ers. It's weird how the 49ers don't even get home field advantage versus the refs. More penalties against this called. They called one penalty against the they, Packers. The Packers was like the most penalized team in the league. We've it's seen that crazy. before, though. We've seen That's it. never going to change. It's ne We've seen it in the Super Bowl when we played Kansas City. Their offensive line was called for the most penalties all season and none in that whole game. Yeah. Uh, right here, Jason says he shouldn't have adjusted with Jennings running. Yeah, that was a mistake. He went and talked about that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, Sean, one more. He says, I respect well, you. Oh, go ahead. 
He Go did ahead. adjust because after that run, you ain't see Jennings run anymore. No, that was, <laughs> he took that wristband yeah. so far off of Jennings. Jennings, you got the wrong wristband on, damn it. Okay, my bad, coach. My bad, coach. Yep, that's what it was. Sean says, I respect you. I don't know what game you're watching if you don't see Kyle chokes when pieces are gone. He also abandons the run now often. Yeah, that, I mean, I've been saying that forever. Uh, yeah, like I'm just saying I think he makes tweaks, but he definitely doesn't run for some reason. Even when we're even when we're winning, even when we're winning, like he, um, the run is just like a, it's like a missing. No, it's like a it's not the same Kyle. Maybe not. maybe he's a I don't know. It's not the same know. Kyle. I think his love for Brock Purdy and his trust with Brock Purdy, he Which, sees it as a run play, and I get it. But man, just I'm, keep that clock going, baby. I, I'm glad that he has a quarterback he can trust, but. Run the ball. And I feel this way whenever I watch Mahomes, Josh Allen, Herbert, Burrow, whatever. When the As a defensive coordinator, I loved it when teams threw the ball against us all the time. When teams were committed against the run, I freaking hated being a DC. It just it just it, it wears you out, man. Uh, from a play caller, from a player, it just wears you out. And I love the physicality of the Niners. That's why I care so much about it. So this has been fun, Wayne. Um and that was fun. I wish I, we I, didn't I, have I, to go. This is this. They got a bunch of stuff going on in the chat. I will say this. I'll I'll, I'll answer this one. Rob, post is held on every play. I I I I didn't believe it until I I was there and I watched every play on the jumbotron, fam. Like literally. But they let them play. They let them play. They didn't call hold it on anybody. So no. like, if that's going to be the case, you adjust to it. And so when games are called equally. And fair to both sides. I don't care if you're going heavy, you know, play call it. But like they didn't do that, and they never they, like that's very rare that that happens. Uh, Marty Mar super chat. He says Niners play way different when we run the ball. Big facts. Um, now, was there any guard pulling last week? There was a little bit, but not much. A little bit, just, not much. For some reason, not a lot of outside. They didn't. They didn't do a lot of outside zone runs. I thought that Green Bay defended it well. Every time we tried to get to the outside, I thought they defended it. They defended it well, and so, but what? But we had plenty of gaps to run inside, and Christian McCaffrey's biggest runs were gaps from the inside. This touchdown, the eighteen Mike, inside, I, like you could have taken advantage of their weakness, and you know, I don't know. Off all gas, no breaks, man. We got to get back to that mantra because, like, I I want us to be in the Super Bowl. And if you want to be in the Super Bowl, you got to beat Detroit. And, you know, they come into our home. They come into our bricks. And it's not going to happen. So we got to take care of business. We got to do what we got to do. And the game will be good to go. And we'll be headed to Vegas. Gosh. I love it, man. Now, tomorrow, uh, we're going to be on with Steph in the morning, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's 11 um, Eastern Time Zone. And then Friday, same, same bat channel, same bat time, 10 a.m. Same bat time. I'll be here. Oh, 10 a.m. Pacific time, um, 1, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, me and Wayne. Wayne, take us out of here, my friend. Guys, look, we're all the way in the NFC Championship. I know we got a lot of questions, but let's scrap those questions. Let's get back to being faithful. Let's get back to pumping up the stadium and pumping up this team with faith. 
Their backs are against the wall. They're the best team in the NFC, and their record says so. What are we so worried about? I don't know. I have zero clues. Stop worrying. Have faith, and let's get ready to pound this pride, baby. We out. Let's go. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.